Genesis, and I'm going to draw uh, two passages of Scripture. I'm going to look at Genesis 19 and uh, verse 26, and then I'm also going to look tonight at Luke 17 and 32. That is Genesis uh, 20, uh, 19 and 26, Genesis 19 and 26, and then Luke 17 and 32. Gracious God, we thank you and praise you for this time that you have allowed us to assemble together. We ask that you would speak to us in a powerful way. We ask that you would give us divine wisdom. Uh, help us to go forth and do what honors and pleases you tonight. And we believe that as you speak to us, our lives are never going to be the same. And so we give you praise, honor, and glory in advance. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, amen. Looking here in Genesis chapter 19, beginning, or Genesis 19, and I want to just lift up uh, verse 26, Genesis 19 and 26. It said, but his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. And then I want to uh, look here at the words of Jesus in Luke 17. Luke 17 and 32, uh, the words of Jesus here. It says in Luke 17 and 32, simply these three words, remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. Uh, we just read in Genesis 19 and 26 that Lot's wife looked back and as a result of her looking back, she was turned into a pillar of salt. And then Jesus says here in Luke 17 and 32, these three words, remember Lot's wife. Uh, I want to talk tonight about moving forward, moving forward and not looking back. Uh, I want to I just uh, tag this text for those of you who uh, are writing the title, Move Forward and Don't Look Back. Move Forward and Don't Look Back. So tonight I want to uh, take a minute and I want to uh, speak to the people of God um, as we are coming back uh, into this Bible study time and I'm thanking the Lord and praising him for his goodness and mercy that he has allowed us to be back together again. We're still uh, uh, believing the Lord for complete healing and God is doing that indeed. But I'm glad to be back uh, tonight to be able to at least start uh, uh, this message that I believe will be a blessing to us as we seek to go forth. Uh, tonight I want to start off by laying the foundation uh, to uh, what I believe is a beneficial narrative as we seek to uh, give instruction to the people of God tonight. I want to look at uh, this narrative that surrounds Abraham and Lot. You remember uh, that, 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 that Lot comes from the era of the Chaldees with uh, Abram uh, as God has called him out of his country to go towards a place that God is going to show him. 
We understand that as time goes on, that the Bible says that the herdsmen of Abraham and the herdsmen of Lot uh, are going through a moments of contention. And because of the contention, God uh, 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 speaks wisdom to Abraham, and Abraham is able to go to Lot, and he says to him that there be no contention between your herdsmen and my herdsmen. We are going to get our own land. We're going to pardon, uh, have our own land for our own herd and herdsmen. The Bible says consequently that Lot makes a choice. He looks over and sees the well-watered plain. He sees all of the green grass and he chooses that place. Now, I want you to hear me because uh, the Bible shows us that Lot chose the well-watered plain and he pitched his tent towards the regions of Sodom and Gomorrah. I need you to hear tonight by the Spirit of God because I would caution all of us tonight to remember that everything that looks good to you is not always the best decision for you. This is important tonight. How many of us have landed in the wrong place on the basis of looks? This is important here. Lot looked and he saw the well-watered plain and consequently he pitches his tent towards Sodom. And I said to you tonight that everything that looks good to you is not always the best decision for you. Just because something looks good does not mean that it's God. So this is something here because these are important lessons to us because sometimes when we're in the natural realm, we tend to focus on the way that something looks and if it looks good, it must be good. You know, if it looks good, it must be the best decision for me. Oh, but sometimes you can get something that looks good and it ends up being your worst nightmare. This is what I'm showing you here in the text that Lot chooses the well-watered plain, pitches his tent towards Sodom. Because the Bible is clear that there is a seem right way, but the end thereof is destruction. So this is it because God is not calling us to follow looks. He's calling us to follow him. This is the thing that we've got to get. As people of God, we do not follow looks. We follow the Lord. So when you acknowledge God in all of your ways, there will be no cause to worry. Because when you acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways, he will make your paths straight. Sodom and Gomorrah is where Lot has pitched his tent. And the city of Sodom and Gomorrah becomes increasingly sinful. Their wickedness is in the land and it becomes abundant and they do not please the Lord. God tells Abraham, Abraham, I'm going to destroy the regions of Sodom and Gomorrah because of their wicked deeds. I'm going to destroy him. And the Bible says when, 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 when Abraham hears that God is going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, that he goes into intercession for the city. He intercedes and Abraham asked the Lord, if I can find 50 righteous men in the city, would you God spare the city? And God says, I will. 
Yes, Abraham continues to go down in number because absolutely they're not going to be able to find 50 righteous in Sodom and Gomorrah. And so he goes down and giving God different numbers, he goes down until he finally gets to 10 where he stops and he says, if I can find 10 righteous men in the city, God, will you spare it? And God says, I will. Well, God responds that he would do it, but God then determines that there are not 10 righteous people in the regions of Sodom and Gomorrah, and God decides that he is going to destroy the region. Before God destroys the city, he sends two angels into the city to warn Lot's family. Ain't that just like God? Thank God for mercy. I need somebody who is listening to me who would appreciate God for his mercy, his compassion, his steadfast love. When he could have allowed you to stay and be destroyed, God started dealing with you. Isn't this beautiful? God sends two angels into the city to talk to Abraham and his family. Excuse me, Lot and his family. Excuse me, this is Lot. He sends two people into the regions of Sodom and Gomorrah to talk to Lot and his family. And, and when, when, when we look at this, the angel tells Lot and his family that they're going to need to leave the city at once. Yeah, yeah, when, when God should have destroyed us, he decided to deliver us, and that's love. Oh, come on here. Isn't it amazing that what God should have allowed to destroy us, he used it to develop us. And there's some of you who are listening to me and you said it could have destroyed me, but instead of letting it destroy me, God used it to develop me and he showed me things about myself. He showed me things and gave me wisdom I would not have gotten. Or had he not brought me through this? And so this is a beautiful thing tonight. God begins to show us his love. The angel <coughs> tells Lot and his family that they need to leave the city at once. Lot, his wife, along with his two daughters and their husbands. But the truth is the, the daughters, uh, the husbands that they have think that this is a joke. And they do not come out of the region. See, see, this is something here tonight because I want you to think about the husbands of the two daughters of Lot. Uh, when they heard it, they took it as a joke. They did not take the matter seriously. When God gave them an opportunity to come out, they did not take it seriously. When God spoke to them and told them it's time to move, they did not take it seriously. Let me tell you tonight, uh, never ignore divine instruction. It will only cause you trouble. Don't miss me tonight. Hear me by the spirit of God. I said never ignore divine instruction. It will only cause you problems. And this is something here. Uh, don't allow your feelings to keep you from following God. Yeah, yeah. You got to follow God even when you're not uh, particularly feeling it. This is important here. Uh, don't let your feelings become God in your life come on God has given you feelings not to navigate or, or dictate what you do in your life come on here you got to remember God is God and not your feelings you got to follow the word of God 
Come on here, because when you follow the word of God, you can always win. Let me tell you this, following the word of God is always your best course of action. Look at this. We learn from Lot's son-in-laws that ignoring God will always be costly. In this hour, you've got to position yourself to hear the Lord. This is something I want you to get. I said, in this hour, you and I must position ourselves to hear the Lord. This is something here because uh, uh, it is it is when you hear the Lord that your life begins to be the best that it can be. And this is something here. Position yourself to hear the Lord in your prayers. You know, when you talk to God in prayer, have a conversation with God. When you pray, don't only tell God what you want, but pause for a moment to hear what he wants. Let God speak to you through his word. Heed God's word. In this hour, we must position ourselves to hear God. Come on. See, see. When you heed God's word, you will ultimately win. See, see, this is something here. You got to get hooked into a local church, the church that God has assigned uh, to you so that you can hear the word of the Lord as it concerns your life. Hear God's word so you can walk God's word. See, because when you obey the word of the Lord, you begin to overcome in every season. The Bible says here that the angels come into the city. It's amazing because they have to almost physically remove Lot and his family out of the regions of Sodom and Gomorrah. Genesis 19 and, and, and 17 says something. As the angels bring them out of the regions of Sodom and Gomorrah, the angels say to them, escape for your life. Do not look back or even stop anywhere in the valley. The angel tells them, run for the hills because God will destroy the city. Now, 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 now listen to me tonight because this is where I'm headed. The angel tells them very clearly that you are to escape for your life. The angel tells them this is a life and death matter. The angel tells them this is no hour to play. When God gives you mercy and God gives you a chance, when God allows you to break free from something and get out of it, he says do not play. If God gives you the door, he says Run for your life. He says, run for the hill. Don't let destruction find you. Go forward. Look at what he says here. And when you do it, do not look back. <clears throat> do not stop anywhere in the valley. The angel tells him, run for the hills. Now they make up in their minds as they have conversation with the, the angel, can we stop in the city to which the angel agrees and allows them to do this, but the angel clearly tells them, escape for your life and do not look back. Now, now, now this is something here because the text said, as God is destroying the city and Sodom and Gomorrah is going up in flames, that Lot's wife looks back and she is turned into a pit of salt <clears throat> Lot's wife looks back 
God has given her an opportunity along with the rest of the family to come back but Lot's wife being behind him wanted one more look. She looks back and consequently she becomes a pillar of salt. See, see, I want you to hear this because Lot's wife stands as a model for us that when God tells us to come out of something, he wants us to move forward and do not look back. Oh, I need you to hear me. When God brings us out of something, he wants you to move forward and do not look back. When God instructs you to drop something, he wants you to drop it and do not look back. This is something here. Now, now I need you to hear me so that you don't miss the text tonight. Now, now the Hebrew phrase that she was looking back suggests more than a, a, a turning back of her head the, the phrase that she was looking back denotes a condition of her heart there was a longing of her heart the very thing that God told her to leave she longed for there was a devotion in her heart there was a devotion in her heart to the very thing that displeased God he told them to get out of the city and don't look back but this is it here we must make a decision that we will not remain devoted to anything that displeases God my God I said something right there in the Holy Ghost I said we've got to make a decision that we're not going to remain devoted to anything that pleases God now now I love this here because God is bringing them out and Lot's wife wanted to be back where she was her, her heart was stuck on backwards come on her heart was stuck on the wrong thing and it hindered her from being able to go forward into the new thing that God had for her see the longing of her heart was off that is the problem the longing of her heart was off this is it Lot's wife wanted what was behind her more than she wanted what was in front of her I need you to hear me tonight God's got some things for you. How bad do you want it? He's got a greater day for you. How bad do you want it? God's got greater ministry for you. How bad do you want it? God's got a new day for you. How bad do you want it? God got an open door for you. How bad do you want it? God wants to do some new things in your life. How bad do you want it? He said, I want you to follow me and I want to bring you out of places that you have been. I want to bring you out of things that you've been stuck in, things that have hindered you, things that have held you up, things that have kept you from being your best in me. I want to bring you out of of it and I want you to move forward and don't look back I've got something great in store for you I've got days that you've never seen I've got doors that you've never walked through I've got ministry that you've never experienced I've got greater things in store for your life but what I want from you is to move forward and do not look back somebody give God a praise right there because God is speaking to his people tonight and he wants us to move forward and don't look back well this is something <coughs> Genesis 19 God speaks 
to us in a powerful way. Lot's wife coming out of the city, the longing of her heart had never left Sodom and Gomorrah. She had to get her one more look. She had to turn around at the very thing that God said to her to leave and let go. And this is something because she serves as a model to us that when God calls you out of something, you got to move forward and do not look back. This is one uh, of, 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 of the, the, the greatest lessons that we can learn in the Holy Writ so great that Jesus in his discussion here in Luke 17 declares these three words. He refers to the account of what happened in Genesis 19 and 26. In, in a verse, amen, the only verse shorter is Jesus wept. But, but look at these three words here in Luke 17 and 32. Three words, remember Lot's wife. Jesus said, remember Lot's wife as you're moving forward remember Lot's wife as you're, as you're in the days that we're experiencing now remember Lot's wife this, this is an important verse come on though it's three words it's profound though it's three words it's life changing though it's three words God wants to use it to catapult us forward into greater places in him and he says remember Lot's wife lest you turn back remember Lot's wife lest you amen forfeit your future hanging on to your past remember Lot's wife come on because what's before you is greater than what is behind you and you can't hold on to the past and fully embrace the future that God has for you and so he says remember Lot's wife come on here I want you to get this as you're emerging from the pandemic remember Lot's wife come on as you are coming out. Amen. Back to church. Remember Lot's wife as you are returning to some of the pre-pandemic luxuries. Remember Lot's wife. I'm telling you about the spirit. It would do us well to remember Lot's wife. Come on here. Look at her. Study her. Get a grip on what happened with her so she can minister to you and be a symbol to you that when God tells you to move you got to move forward and don't look back. This is it. <clears throat> Remember Lot's wife. Now, now let me say this because irrespective of what you believe is the source of this pandemic because you know that's up for great debate and people talking about who caused it and how it came. And you know, but the truth is this, that, 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 that irrespective of what you believe about the source of this pandemic. This is true. God allowed it. God allowed it. Come on. No matter, no matter who caused it, who you feel like caused it, God allowed it. And this is what I want you to get tonight. God allowed it and God never wastes a moment. One thing I know about God, with him nothing shall be wasted. That's what I love about God. Everything you've been through up until now, God will use it all. 
Yeah, yeah. Every experience you've had, every every rise and fall that you've had, God can use that as ministry in your life. Don't let the devil tell you that you that God can't use you and he can't use the moments that you have been through in your life. What you have experienced, God wants to use it to help somebody else. Come on here, and that's why you can't lay down and wallow. That's why you can't let the devil beat you up if you survive you ought to celebrate because God wants to use every moment of your life to do something greater in your life did you hear me I said God wants to use every moment of your life to do something greater in your life it is by grace that you have survived this is what I want you to hear see this pandemic has been about personal inspection. This pandemic has been a time for inspection within our local churches. God has used this pandemic to help some people reset. Come on, you know, come on, even though you're righteous, every now and then you need a good reset. We get caught up locked up in a mode and caught up in a way and God wants us to reset every now and then uh, you you need to reset and and recalibrate oh come on here that that, 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 that that you gotta get back in the place that you're supposed to be so you can produce come on at the level that God is calling you to this is something God will take you through a reset moment this pandemic for me has been a reset moment. This pandemic for you should have been a reset moment. Come on, there's some things that should be reset in your life. Your, your thinking ought to have undergone a reset. Oh, come on here. Your, your prior life ought to have undergone and reset. Come on, M many things that we thought uh, uh, were always going to be this way. God showed us that life can change in the bad of an eye. I am the snap of a finger. Come on, that everything you know can be stripped away from you. And God says, the only stable thing you have is me. When everything else around you is caving, there is a river that makes glad the city of God. And God is in the midst of her. Come on here. God is the one that gives us joy. God is the one that gives us strength. And everything that we have in the world, come on, can crash down in a day. But he is the only thing that remains stable. He is the unchangeable God. He is the immutable God. He will always be there from everlasting to everlasting. He is God. I need you to hear me tonight about the spirit of God. God has used this moment for self-inspection. He has dealt with many of us on many different levels. Yes, he has. He, he, he has highlighted some areas that we needed strengthened. He has revealed to us some things that we need to handle. As we had that private time 
And as we've been shut in, this was a moment where you could get your mind off of everybody and get your mind off of the rest of the church and get your mind off of the rest of the saints and look in the mirror. God is good at orchestrating a mirror moment. And let me tell you, baby, I don't care how great your ministry is. Everybody could use now and then a mirror moment. God knows how to orchestrate a mirror moment that you can't uh, you can't be looking at nobody because it's time to look at yourself this is what i love about god you know I, I i have a problem with people who every time they get in the presence of god the only thing they say god shows them is somebody else Come on here, we got to be like Isaiah. When he got into the presence of the Lord in, in, in Isaiah chapter 6, he said, woe is me, for I am undone. I don't ever want God, amen, to, I don't ever want to get in the presence of God and all I can see is somebody else. Sometimes in the presence of God, he wants to give you a mirror moment. Sometimes in the presence of God, he wants to show you where you are. He wants to show you where you need to come up he wants to show you areas that he wants to strengthen he wants to show you things that he wants to do in your life every now and then when you get a moment with God he'll put you in front of a mirror so he can shore you up so he can get you stable and steadfast and so some of them bolts that have been loose in your life can be properly tightened so he can use you to maximum glory do, do you hear what I'm I'm saying here tonight so that God had to reveal some things to us some things that he wanted us to make some decisions about he's revealed to us some of the things that have hindered us that we need to handle he's revealed to us areas in our lives that keep us from fully being able to embrace his will look here he, he's talked to us about what's been holding us back from effective ministry what's hindered you what have you allowed to be a stumbling block to you year after year? Up until the pandemic moment, what, what was tripping you? What kept you unstable? What is the thing that every time you get to this point, you drop, you fall? God wanted us in this pandemic to think about self-inspection. Let a man examine himself. Come on. Let me tell you something. While you're looking at everybody else, never forget the importance of self-examination. If any man think he stands, let him take heed, lest he fall. Come on. Never get so wonderful that you don't think you need self-examination. Every now and then, I don't care how great your ministry you need to take a trip to the mirror. Come on, created me a clean heart. That's what I'm talking about. Every now and then, you need to take a trip to the mirror and see what God has to say. Come on, this is something here because the prayer is tonight, God show me me. Come on, don't let me focus on them. God show me me. God help me with me help me to get me reset 
this is something here because God will reveal to you in these mirror moments what has held you up from effective ministry, what has uh, hindered you from walking uh, out your best life in God. What, what have you allowed to be a stumbling block? I just said that, but I'm saying it again. What has allowed you to be a uh, what have you allowed to be a stumbling block in your life year after year? What what excuses have you given God as to why you're not advancing? Come on here at the level you should be. Come on. What are the flaws in your own character that you need to address? What's the stuff? What's the stuff that hinders you from being the best? Come on. What, what is it that keeps us from being stable in God like we are? Come on. What, what keep us, keeps us from wholeheartedly loving people? Why do I have a problem and I can't seem to just love people? Come on. What is it that keeps me complaining? Keeps me from being fully committed? What is it that keeps me dropping out of the game? Come on. Keeps me on the bench and not on the field. Look, what is it that, that keeps me from walking in unity with my brothers and sisters? You know what? As God allowed us to have a season where we were home, he was resetting us. Come on. If you haven't received your reset, you ought to take a minute and ask the Lord, God, help me to reset. Come on. I don't want to go on with business as usual. I want to be a better me for God. I want him to show me me so I can do ministry in a way that pleases him. Come on. This is it. Whatever it is that keeps us from being our best for the Lord, God says this is the moment to leave it behind. Like I told Lot and his family concerning Sodom and Gomorrah, I'm calling you out and I don't want you to look back. Look at this. This is the hour of self-examination. Proper self-examination is when we, when we take, uh, uh, or should I say it this way, proper self-examination takes place when we ask the Spirit of God to shine the light inwardly. Come on. You can't do self-examination without the Holy Ghost. God ain't asking you to do it by yourself out of your own human wisdom because this is what me and the brothers talk about all the time. When you grade your own paper, somehow you always come out with 100. Come on. But we need the Holy Ghost. We need the spirit of truth to shine the light. You know, because this ain't about, you, you know, just about you being saved. I'm talking about once you get saved, you ought to want to be better for the Lord. Come on. God didn't save you just to bring you to heaven. God saved you so you could be a benefit in the earth. Come on here. God didn't just save you to bring you to heaven. God saved you because he wants to use you here. Lord have mercy. Grab that. I said God didn't just save me to bring me to heaven. God saved me because he wants to use me here. Come on. He brought me out of evil because he wants to use me in the earth. God wants to use me to do his bidding in the earth. I'm saved so I can be of some good use while I'm here. 
my stay come on here is like your stay none of us will our stay be long but while we're passing through we ought to fulfill our divine purpose come on God while you while you allow while you allow me to pass through I want to fulfill my divine purpose come on I'm just passing through we are just sojourners None of us are here to stay. The world is not our home. We are citizens of a better country. But while we're passing through, we ought to want to walk out our divine purpose. There's a purpose for you being in the earth. There's a purpose for you being in 2022. Out of all you've been through, think about everything that could have killed you and God kept you through it. Think about all the folk you know that hung with you and they ain't here. Come on. There are folks that have done less and yet you were left. Oh, come on here. Mercy has kept you here. Grace has called you to still be here. And when God keeps you, you must determine that you're not going to waste your moments. Lord, teach us how to number our days so that we can apply our hearts to wisdom. That's a reason why I'm here. Why I'm here, God help me to be about it. This is it. Our self-examination is what he says in Psalm 139, search me, O God, know my heart. If you find any unclean way in me, lead me to your way everlasting. See, see, you, 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 you never uh, uh, excel to a place where you don't need self-examination. Come on, this is it tonight. Come on, everybody, this is where you are. Lord, show me myself. Come on, I want to be a better me for you, God. Come on, Lord, make me better. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. See, see, th this is something here. You know, we, we, when we think about self-inspection, we got to start looking at our life. What is it that hinders us from being our best in God? You know, some people can't go forth because they're looking for everybody's approval. Come on. It, it, Sometimes if we don't get everybody's approval, we quit. You know, people are something here in this age of loves and likes. Come on here. Uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it's something because, you know, the enemy wants you to be held captive by public opinion. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. He wants your life to be governed by the applause of people. But guess what? You can't walk out divine purpose if your main concern is the applause of people. Come on. I need you to hear this tonight. If you're going to be a follower of the Lord, your main aim has to be to please him. And this is what I'm telling you tonight. God wants to use you to walk in his purpose come on here and when you walk in divine purpose you won't always please people look at this here come on some people will never be satisfied with who God called you to be come on some people will never applaud you for a job well done 
do it for the Lord. This is what I'm telling you here. Lack of applause is causing many people uh, uh, to be stuck. But I'm here to tell you, leave that behind. You don't have to worry about their approval because God has already given it to you. Come on here. This is something here. You need God's blessing. Come on here. God's blessing is always greater than the people's backing. Oh, come on here. And let me tell you this. When you've got God's blessing, he'll raise up people who will support what he told you to do. Oh, come on here. Come on, because God never calls you to walk in purpose and not make provision for you to carry it out. Come on here. When God calls you to a purpose, God will give you provision. This is something here. Come on, everybody is not going to be there to support your program. Come on here, but God will raise up whoever is necessary. Come on here, I'm telling you what I know. I've had people to drop off all along the way, but God has never, amen, come short of his word in my life. Oh, come on here. And what you've got to stop doing, amen, praise God, is putting all, amen, of your hope in what people are doing and get with God and follow him. This is something here because you don't need their applause. You need God's anointing. Come on. Come on, you got to you got to decide what you'd rather have. Come on, I said, you don't need best of their applause. It's God's anointing that you need. This is something here. So, so <coughs> this is it. You, you got to keep that in your mind. I, I, you don't need their applause. You need God's anointing and never get that twisted. But, but you know, not just a lack of applause. Sometimes it's a lack of support. You don't, you, 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 you don't uh, uh, feel that people are supporting you. Come on. And sometimes we struggle because a lack of support. But you know what? God wants you to be faithful. Even when it looks like ain't nobody following. God, God wants you to trust him. Even when it looks like nobody is concerned about what you're doing. Do it as unto the Lord. Come on. I was telling the Wilson Church on Sunday how the Lord blessed me throughout the course of my ministry. And I have run revival to two and three people. I have I've driven three hours back and forth for five nights running revival for two and three people. Came in people that couldn't even pay me. Come on here. And you know what? God blessed me. God allowed me. Amen. Praise God to learn faithfulness at that time. Oh, come on here. He never wanted me to get stuck on the crowd come on here he always wanted me to be hooked into the Christ come on here and this is the problem come on when you follow the crowd come on you sometimes miss what the Christ is saying come on but never let the crowd in your ear become greater than the Christ in your life you better hear what I'm saying in this hour it is the Christ you need not the crowd come on here and this is what I'm telling you God taught me faithfulness dealing with with people going in places come on here I was telling them Sunday sometimes I would go in places and it would be dark roads I'd go God be sending me 
in the back holes to minister to two and three people and then I said I can't do it because I can't afford to go back come on here and God will send me back next year and send me back next year he was teaching me faithfulness come on here you don't need come on here you don't need to be concerned about platform what you need is my power come on here what good is a platform and you ain't operating in power come on here that's what God taught me and I thank God for process because process is necessary if you're going to sustain promotion somebody give him praise honor and glory right there so so you don't need everybody's support for God to make you successful I need you to grab this tonight I said you don't need everybody's support for God to make you successful come on here you don't need a busload of folk to ride into your destiny you you hear what I'm saying here when you've got God's backing you've got everything you need when you've got heaven's blessing you've got everything you need when the Holy Ghost is inspiring you you have everything you need and this is what I'm telling you here be faithful to God and watch him bring the support watch him bring sincere people God will surround you with people you ain't even met people you don't even know people being raised up in different cities and different counties and different states God will make them cross paths with you because of divine purpose oh come on here purpose divine purpose will cause you to cross paths with the right people I'm telling you what I know I didn't expect to meet some of y'all some of us were raised in different places but God brought us together some of us online he brought us together some of us he caused our paths after going through different walks of life he caused all of us to be in a place called Philippi all of us to be in a place called contended God brought us together come on here so we could come forth in the earth and push his kingdom do you hear what I'm saying here everything you need God's going to make it happen so this is what I'm telling you the need for approval come on here the need for everybody's approval this is what I'm telling you walk away from it and don't look back come on here because if you're waiting on applause come on here they will keep you enslaved yes they will come on here everything you do will be contingent upon whether they gonna clap and you'll start disobeying God because you don't want to be disliked by people but tell me this come on who are we to obey God or man oh come on here I'd rather obey God come on here than to be liked by people come on here because you know what guess what I found out somebody want to obey God too come on here and God will have people that will encourage you God will have people that will bless you don't let the devil make you think that somebody don't want to do the right thing when you be faithful there are other faithful people that God will connect to you I'm a witness I know I am God has done it for me and sometimes you got to walk away and don't look back don't look back <coughs> this is it you got you to gotta walk away from all of that lack of the applause worried about what they going to do or ain't going to do come on your destiny is not 
contingent upon what they do or don't do. Come on. You got to be obedient to God. So this is it. What about harboring hurt? That, that sometimes we get stuck in a place of hurt. And you know, this takes many forms. But we got to make sure that we don't let our hurts become our hang-up. That, 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 that we got we to gotta, uh, learn that we don't allow, we should not allow our hurts to become our hang-up. Come on. That, 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 that when you don't properly handle your hurts, it affects your life. When you don't properly handle your hurts, it affects how you hear. Come on, you can always tell people who are, uh, uh, who, who've been deeply hurt because it affects the way they hear. That, you know, sometimes you'll say something to them and, and, and the hurt hears and their response. Come on. Uh, 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 is, 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 is something that, 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 that kind of is, 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 is knocked off by the way they are feeling. Hurt will affect the way you hear. You, 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 you know, it'll have you properly, improperly hearing things that people are saying. See, see, but this is it. Don't let your lack of healing become your hindrance. Come on here. That's, that's some places we got to get healed from. One of my friends always says, healing is your responsibility. Come on, ain't nobody going to get healed from you, for you. You got to make a choice. I am hurt and I need to be healed. Come on, and I want God to heal me in this place. I'm broken here, but I know that every broken place, God knows how to bless me. Come on here. This is something, he is the great physician. He is Jehovah Rapha. That, 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 that wherever you feel like things have been ruined, God can come in and heal. Come on. Let me tell you something here. God is a healer. And don't let what they did uh, 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 stop you from, 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 from doing what God told you to do. Come on. I'm talking about hurt. That's how it'll do. Don't, don't let that negative experience keep you from excelling in the new things that God has for you. See, 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 God is your helper and you don't have to remain hostage to your hurts. This is something I want you to get it. You, you got too much help to remain hostage to your past hurts. Come on, get healed from negative experiences because God is ready to help you. Make a decision that, 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 that you are not going to stay in a place of damage. Come on here. Don't, don't let the fact that you've been damaged stop you from going forth into your destiny. See, this is something here. See, akin to uh, uh, healing is that we got to stop nursing negativity. Come on. That, that in order for you to get free, you got you to gotta stop nursing negativity. See, see, this is what God wants you to do. He said, I'm calling you up out of it. And I want you to start moving forth. Come on here, moving forth. Come on here, it's time to leave these things behind. Move forth and don't look back. Come on here, that, 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 that even the hurt place, you don't let that define the rest of your life. Come on here, you don't let a, a, a season that hurts you, amen, uh, have control of your whole life. Come on here, and, and you got to learn that God is a healer and he wants to do that for me. God wants me healed. Come on here. Send my word and I heal them. Come on. 
This is something here. God wants you healed. You got to make a decision that you're going to walk in your healing. Come on. I ain't going to keep hanging out on what they did and what they said and how they didn't like me. And you know, all of that, I'm telling you how I was treated by the last one and he did that. And you know what? You got to be careful. Come on, because when you operate in a place of hurt, it's hard for you to receive new things. Come on. I was hurt by my last pastor. I was hurt by my last, uh, you know, and, and, and you know what? I'm telling you, the enemy will, 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 will try to uh, uh, hinder your whole life by holding on to past hurts. Come on. Uh, and he'll have you looking at everybody like the person that hurts you. Everybody is not who hurts you. Come on. They're people that God sends to help you. And sometimes, you know what? Sometimes when you don't, in a healthy manner, deal with your hurt, you run people away. Come on here. You know what? And not only do you run people away, you run people away and it was their fault. God wants you healed so that when he sends help, you are not in a place of hurt and run them away. Come on. He wants you healed so you can be healthy and you can help other people to be healthy. Come on here. Come on. God has given you his Holy Spirit and he wants to help you. He wants to heal you. This is something here. So we got to stop nursing negativity. We, we got to make, make a decision that we are not going to be detained by defeat. That we're not going to constantly keep reflecting on negativity. That we're not going, we got we to gotta make a decision that we're not going to let negativity keep us from walking into new things. Come on. So, so you got to stop nursing negative experiences and allow yourself to embrace new things. Trade the victim mentality for a victorious mindset. Come on. There's some people can't get free because always woe is me. Come on. Uh-uh. No, no. I'm giving up a victim mentality because God has given me a victorious mindset. Come on here. So, so that's important. I don't care how bad you are having it. Never give up the possibility of things getting better. Watch what comes out of your mouth. Come on here. Sometimes the things we say is what sabotages our progress. Come on here. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Come on here. You'll eat the fruit thereof. Come on. Don't, don't sabotage your future. With the things you say. Come on here. Start speaking life. Yes I'm going to live. Oh yeah I don't care what the facts are. God has a brighter future for me. Oh come on here. And I'm not going to let my present facts. Stop me from walking. Into my brighter future. Come on here. So, so you got to learn. That even with your present condition. That God got something greater for you and don't allow, don't allow what you are going through to stop you from believing God for better come on here you might be in a bruised place right now but God has something better come on here and let me tell you you gotta by the power of the Holy Ghost talk yourself back to hell you gotta stand on the word stand on the promises of God you gotta keep rehearsing to yourself what God said even on days you don't feel it come on here I don't feel it, but God said move forward and that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm not going to let this thing take any more time. Come on, away from me because God's got a greater place that he has for me and I want it. This is something here. 
So, 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 so you, you, have to, you have to move towards healing. Come on here. And God says, I'm bringing you out. And when I bring you out of this place, don't look back. Come on, because what I'm bringing you into, it won't even matter what they did. I'm telling you, my life has been threatened. I could tell you some stuff of biblical proportions. Come on here, and I'm telling you what God has done in my life. You know what God has brought me, I'm telling you, and I have been through some, so I'm talking about church trauma. I have been through some traumatic, traumatic experiences as I have sought to do the will of God. Come on here. Come on, you talk about suffering as a believer. I have done it. I'm telling you, I have had private fights and public suffering. But you know what? God is so good that some of my greatest suffering, God has done something in my life so beautiful, it's like it never happened. I know it did, uh, but it don't even feel the same. I come out of it, I ain't mad with nobody, ain't bitter with nobody. People that have done things to me, come on here, I let it all go. And you know what? When God allowed me to get to a place, come on here, that I could let these things go and that I could leave them behind and move forward, that's when he could bless my life in a maximum way. And I'm here to tell you, I thank him and praise him, hallelujah, that God will teach you how to go forth, come on here, and, and, and walk into a brighter future if you allow it. I'm telling you what I know. Yeah. That even the place don't hurt no more. Come on here. The person that did it. Come on. They don't even get to you no more. Come on here. I'm telling you, God is a healer. And the church of the living God has got to start manifesting that our God is a healer. We got to just stop singing about healing and walk in healing. Come on here. We got to just stop talking healing scriptures and walk in healing. God wants to heal you. So this is it. He's got a brighter, a brighter future for you. But this is also what I want you to get. That, 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 that sometimes we are held back because we need to part ways with things that don't honor God, people that don't honor God. Evil communication corrupts good manners. I need you to get this. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Come on, that, that, there's a reason I'm telling you that you don't yoke up an ox and a donkey. Come on, they got two different temperaments. Their work styles are not the same. How can two walk together except they agree? You, you got to watch what you join your life to. Come on, I need you to get this. If they're not helping you to go up, you must refuse to let them drag you down. Come on, I'm here to tell you, the enemy wants you to get comfortable in circles you don't even belong. Come on, this is how he wants to get you. And you know what? This is for all of us as children of God, and especially when you have lived like I have, amen, praise God, and, 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 and have, you know, have started into this thing early. You know, the enemy wants to play with your mind and make you think you're missing something. Come on, you missed this and you missed that and you could be having a better time. There ain't no better time than the time you have in Jesus. 
Come on, when you please God, I'm here to tell you there is a joy that comes from there that you can't find nowhere else. There's a joy that comes from walking with Christ. You can't get in the club. You hear me? When you walk with Jesus, come on, every day becomes sweeter than the day before. And this is what I'm telling you. Sometimes you've got to look at your circle and say this is not complimentary of who God is calling me to be and this is what I'm telling you if they're not helping you to go up you've got to refuse to let them drag you down come on here they will pull you come on down if they can't help you up and if you can't help them don't stay around and let them harm you you hear what I'm saying here this is the hour come on here to move forward and don't look back I can't do that that's not my life that's not who God called me to be come on here and and so some people come on here can't move forward because they surround themselves with the wrong kind of folks come on here get surrounded with people that want to go up in God at least get around somebody that you can help or they can help you come on here you got to stop stop pulling dead weight and investing in relationships to which there is no benefit come on here baby I'm kingdom minded and so everything I am connected to has to have some value some kingdom value do do you hear what I'm saying here I don't have time to hang out with those that are not going in my direction my direction is up come on here I don't have time to play around with people who are determined to go under come on here if you know God is calling you up then what you hanging out with people who are determined what you doing hanging out with people who are determined to go under that ain't your direction come on here and you gotta be strong enough to say thank you but no thank you come on here you gotta be strong enough to get up and walk away and there's somebody listening to me you made some mistakes you hung in some circles you shouldn't have been but guess what you're listening to me tonight so you survived and because you survived this is the hour to hit God walk free come on here move forward and don't look back your destiny is too great move forward and don't look back somebody hit me in the Holy Ghost come on here some of you amen God is saying move forward and don't look back it's time to put the past in the past stop letting your past disrupt your present stop letting your past stop you from walking into your future stop letting your past sabotage your future put your past in its place put the past in the past come on here move forward and don't look back break the cycle move forward and don't look back stop reconnecting to what God has rescued you from if it's dead come on here and God killed it let it die lift your hands right here and hear it in the Holy Ghost see I need you to get this stop running down stuff that God called you out of stop trying 
trying to reconnect with stuff that God rescued you from. Stop trying to revive what God has already laid to rest. You better hear me here. I said stop trying to connect, reconnect with what God has already rescued you from. I said stop trying to revive what God has already laid to rest in your life. If God told you it's not good for you, believe him. If God told you to leave it alone, obey him. Don't linger in what God has already instructed you to leave. Lift your hands, open your mouth, and say, I'm moving forward, and I won't look back. Somebody put a praise on it right there. I'm so glad that God rescued me. He saved me, and now that I'm out, I'm moving forward, and I won't look back. Somebody put a praise on it in your kitchen, in your living room. If you're somewhere, you can get you a praise. Lift your voice and tell God, thank you for the rescue. He redeemed me. He rescued me. And what he laid to rest, I will not try to resurrect it. If God laid it to rest, you stop trying to resurrect it. Move forward and don't look back. All right, let me finish this. Some of the mistakes of your past, you got to move forward and don't look back. I, I said, don't linger in what God has already instructed you to let go. Come on, if God has instructed you to let go of it, stop trying to linger. Look at this. Some of us, uh, being held by the mistakes of our past, the enemy wants to try to detain you in a place that God has already delivered you from. But you got to get up and shake it off. Stop wasting time and stuff that God has already taken care of. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ. See, the enemy wants you focused on, your, on the mistakes of your past and not the possibilities of your future. Come on here. I don't just have mistakes in my past. I got possibility in my future. Come on here. Yeah, yeah. While you focus on the mistakes of my past, I'm headed towards the possibilities that have been presented by my future. Oh, yeah, there are possibilities in my future. Great possibilities. Oh, yeah, I made some wrong turns, had some falls, some drop-offs. But guess what? I survived. Come on here. If you survive, it's evidence that God is not through with you yet. This is it. You can't erase your past, but you can sure reset for your future. Come on, this is reset season. Maybe you didn't get it right. Reset. Maybe you missed it. Reset. Come on, you can't erase your past, but you can get reset for your future. This is it. Embrace the new man that God is calling you to be. Embrace the new woman in Christ that God is calling you to be. Hit the gas and come up out of your past. Hit the gas. Get out of there. Move forward and don't look back. This is it here in our churches. We got to move forward and don't look back. God, God wants us to go forward in him. 
I'm here to tell you, it's a lot of things that changed in the pandemic and they're not coming back. They're not going to be the same. Things ain't the same. Because God has given us a reset. Come on. We got to follow him. Like the glory cloud that moved in Israel, they followed the cloud. Whenever the cloud moved, they moved with the cloud. The cloud is but a symbol of the spirit of God and the presence of God. And the church of the living God has got to move with the spirit of God. Come on. He wants us to drop religious mindsets. I'm talking about stuff that's just unproductive, that has nothing to do with God. Come on. He wants us to drop them. See, see, this is something here, old ways. He wants us to drop them, things that are no longer beneficial. Stop wasting time on dead, dead things. Stop doing things just because it's the routine. Come on, God wants us to go forth now so we can prosper. Come on, get out of just doing stuff to be doing it. Go forth with real commitment. Drop selfishness. And pick up a passion for souls. That's what God wants the church to do. Dropping selfishness and picking up a passion for souls. Start getting hungry about leading people to Jesus. Talking to somebody about Christ. Telling them about uh, Christ and inviting them to your church. Becoming, become, becoming one who helps to witness for your Lord. This is something here. That, 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 that God wants us to be passionate about souls. We don't need more cliques and clubs. We need more converts. Come on. To, 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 to think that, that we could be more concerned about converts. That's what the Lord wants us to do. Let us become lovers of God. Let us become lovers of one another. Lovers of people. We are most like God when we are loving people. Come on. Stop low living. And start Jesus lifting. That's what he wants us to do. Stop, stop, stop competition and start collaborating. Come on here. I'm talking about reset. It's time to advance the kingdom. Move away from envy. Move away from strife. Come on. When you move away from envy, then you can adopt God's more excellent way. They call that love. Come on. Drop strife and save yourself from unnecessary stress. Build your church. Come on, advance God's kingdom. Build your local church. Reset. Come on, don't let bad experiences in the church, amen, make you not uh, be committed to building your church. There's all kinds of people in the church. They always going to be here because the church is a place of imperfect people. The church is a place of people in process. But you know what? Make a commitment to make the church you're at better. By you being better, by you loving harder, by you being a greater example. Maybe everybody ain't doing it, but it could get better if you do it. Come on. So, so making sure that, that, that we love our brothers and sisters, that we drop peace breaking and start picking up peacemaking. Come on. That, that, you know, even with our newcomers, when they come in the door, that we show them something better. You know, when somebody new comes to the church, don't, don't go and, 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 and start speaking negativity to them. You know, sometimes we see people new and we find them and start talking something negative, putting down the church, putting down people in the church. Come on, telling them who to talk to, telling them who not to talk to. You know what? You are fighting the cause of Christ. 
come on, that's not what saved people are do are supposed to do. Come on, we are people, come on here, that stand up for Christ. Hallelujah. And we ought to be promoting peace and unity. Come on. Don't build a relationship with nobody to badmouth other people. Come on, because God will never bless you if you're committed to putting other people down. Come on. If you're going to make connections with people, make them beneficial. Make the connections that you have glorify Christ. Come on. If you can't offer people uh, a, 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 a mature example, leave them alone. Come on here. If they can't help you, leave them alone. Hallelujah. God doesn't want us to be in dragging one another down. Somebody ought to be able to help somebody. This is it. So this is it. Be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Be a blessing to your local church. <laughs> Hear what I'm saying by the spirit of God. And this is it. Notice this. The God is not uh, uh, calling us away from everything because everything we left pre-pandemic wasn't bad. Praying folk ought to keep praying. Folk that love the Lord and were coming to church and hooking in uh, ought to keep hooking in, coming to church, loving God. Come on. God wants us to hold on to the things that are beneficial. But those things that don't help us to be better in him, he says, move forward. And don't look back. Don't try to revive them because the devil always wants you hanging on to what will hurt you. He wants you to forsake the things that are going to help you to move forward in God. Come on. He doesn't want you under word. He doesn't want you under sound leadership. He doesn't want you connected to a good church. He doesn't want you collaborating with other saints. He doesn't want you committed to prayer. He doesn't want you, he doesn't want you passionate about the things of God. He doesn't want you loving one another. He doesn't want you to be somebody that supports unity in the body of Christ. He does not want you to do anything that pleases God. But this is the thing. God is calling us forward. Forward in him. And not looking back. Because you can't fully embrace the new thing that God has for you until you make a decision to release the old thing. No more holding on to things that, the, that, that are not in the will of God for your life. Come on here. No more tolerating things that God wants us to turn away from. It's time to get unstuck. Come on here. From things that God has declared unproductive. So this is it. Saints can fully be used by God when we stop holding on to what God is telling us to walk away from. We got to walk away from it and don't look back. When God tells you to leave it behind, it's a good indication he has something better for you. Come on, God wants you to let it go because he has something larger. When God tells you not to look backward, he says there's a blessing if you keep heading forward. Come on, don't let looking back. Do you like it did Lot's wife? She got robbed of her future because she looked back. Come on, God has a brighter future for you, but don't look back. If any man looks back, when, when God's told him to look forward, come on here, it's too costly. Get your mind out of reverse and move forward in God. God wants us to get where he is moving. We need to follow the path where God is flowing. God, order my steps. Come on, because every time you move in the direction that God is leading, I guarantee you that something greater is ahead. Move forward. Move forward. Every time you move forward, 
there's something greater ahead. When God told Moses to move forward, he parted the Red Sea. Oh, yes, he did. When God told uh, uh, the children of Israel to move forward, God made the Jordan roll back. That's the kind of God he is. He's not telling you to move forward, and he doesn't have a blessing for you. Come on here. Let me tell you, when God told uh, those 10 lepers to move forward and go talk to the priest, as they move forward, God allowed them to be healed. When God told the blind man to move forward and go wash in the pool of Siloam, the man went and washed and he came back seeing. When God is telling you to move forward, you can best believe that there's a great blessing on the line. I'm here to tell you, move forward and don't look back. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. But there's some of you that said, God, I thank you for your word. I thank you that I was able to tune into this, that I was able to hook into this. And I want the devil to know I've had some trips. I've had some falls, but I've got a brighter future. Oh, come on here. I'm so glad that God didn't kill me in my fall. He raised me up so I could walk into my future. Somebody give him praise, honor, and glory right there. This is the season to go forward in God and you know what I've made up in my mind there's some things amen that God has labeled for me and I made up in my mind that I'm walking away from them I'm moving forward and I'm determined that I'm not going to look back because there's too much in front of me to be focused on what's behind me and can I tell you you can't drive forward successfully with your eyes in the rear view mirror Baby, if you want to go forth with full speed, you got to be looking out of the front view. Come on him. That's what God said. Hit the gas and move forward. I've got blessings for you. Abundance for you. Move forward. I need you to get this. See, see, God told me. He said, when you get there, Sunday, that was last Sunday, he said, tell the people, this is open season. That's why the devil wants you stuck. Because God is moving and he's opening ways. He's opening doors. He's opening strategies. He's opening purposes. He's opening new opportunities. Come on him, the devil wants you to miss what God has for you. But baby, ain't nothing back there. Baby, everything that God has for you is in front of you. Move forward and don't look back. I said move forward and don't look back. There's a blessing waiting. If you move forward and don't look back, there's abundance with your name on it. If you move forward and don't look back, there's a prize. Come on in front of you. If you move forward and don't look backward, somebody give God a shout of praise right there. Because tonight I received the word. The word is for me. In every day of my life, I will consider the word of Jesus is in red just three words I remember Lot's wife and I won't be like Lot's wife at a moment where God wanted to bless her she started looking backwards as a moment that God wanted to move her into a brighter future she became stuck longing for her past but I'm remembering her tonight and I'm determined that I'm gonna move forward Come on.
turn here and I will not look back. Somebody, anybody, lift your hands tonight. Open your mouth and give God a shout of praise. It's not by chance you survived. It's not by chance you lived. It's not by chance God kept you. God's getting ready to pick up the broken pieces of your life and he's putting you together again. Get up. Stop worrying about what was. Move forward and don't look back. The storm was heavy, but you survived it. Hell was great, but you're still here. Move forward and don't look back. Somebody put a praise on it right there. Come on and praise him tonight. The devil didn't want you to tune in, but I'm glad you're here. How about this? Share it for me because somebody needs to hear it. I need all of the saints. Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. Share it with other saints because this is the reset hour and by the Holy Ghost I declare the word of the Lord and there will be fruit. There will be production. There will be blessing. There will be overflow. If you heed tonight the word of the Lord, move forward and don't look back. Your best days are still in front of you. God bless you. Please share this tonight. I need you to really share this one. Amen. Because God is going to touch somebody, help somebody, heal somebody. You got to move forward. Yeah, yeah. That's the word of the Lord tonight. Move forward and don't look back. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. Thank you for your prayers tonight. Take all of this in love because I see a brighter day, a day of miracles, a day of open doors, a day where God wants to do something great in his house. He just wants us to move forward and don't look back. I love you tonight.